0: All right, let's talk a little provincial-slash-federal politics now with the help of Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. All right, so I've been curious about this for a while, about the relationship between the provincial NDP and the federal liberals, as you've pointed out many times, is a good one. But what about the relationship between the provincial NDP and the federal NDP?
1: Well, I would say Drained Simi a bit, and that is because, well, I think there was some good evidence on Friday. So in the space of an hour on Friday, my electronic inbox got two press releases, media releases. One is from the federal NDP, and one has John Horgan quoted in it. So the federal one is federal New Democrats uh, doing a little victory lap on the federal budget, taking credit for the fact that Ottawa is finally committed to dental care, National Health Program for Dental Care, and also saying we're going to get pharma care as well. That's what we, the federal NDP, got by making a partnership with federal liberals to support them. So that's the victory lap. Within the hour, I get a press release that quotes John Horgan on the previous day's federal budget. And John Horgan says, Ottawa missed a huge opportunity here to pay its fair share of health care funding. So Horgan is speaking as chair of the Conference of Premiers, but he's been saying this for a long time. Federal government should not be funding new health care pro- programs until it pays a fair share of existing programs. Healthcare in Canada started as a 50-50 proposition between provinces and the federal government. The federal contribution has shrunk to 22%. The provinces are saying it should be immediately topped up to 35%. And the reason Horgan thinks that is because his government and other provinces across the country are struggling to recruit doctors, reduce waiting lists, just pay the freight on the existing healthcare programs that were set up by the provinces and the federal government a generation ago, two generations ago now. So there's your difference. Federal NDP is saying, hey, it's great, we got you dental care. And Oregon is saying, no, it's not great because all we are going to do is create a new program and fund that for a while and then stick the provinces with the bill.
0: Right, that's so interesting, though. I want so is there no communication between provincial NDP or the? How many NDP governments are in power right now across uh, Canada? There's only the, there's one, the one, right? Yeah,
1: you know, the federal NDP um, is. I mean, a, a centralist federal party. They they support national programs. They generally lobby for more spending at the federal level, and they don't worry too much about provincial governments being left out in the lurch because they don't have very many of them. Uh, the provincial NDP back in the 1990s when they were the provincial government here in BC, they had to sit by and sieve while the then federal government, uh, Jean Chrétien and then Paul Martin, cut Ottawa's share of funding for health care. And because of the way the law is written in Canada, the provinces deliver health care. They have to pay the bills anyway. They can't charge for services because Ottawa penalizes them for that. So all they can do is lobby for more money, and they don't have a lot of leverage to do that. You know, if you look at it from Ottawa's point of view, the prime minister expressed this opinion in B.C. yesterday. He says, the federal government is open to increasing health care funding in Canada, but we we want to be sure the provinces actually spend the money on health care. Ottawa doesn't like to write blank checks, so he says, the prime minister's point of view is, hey, we've given more money to the provinces in the past, and they haven't always spent it all on health care, or worse, he points to Quebec on this one, they cut their own taxes, right? So both governments specialize in trying to maximize their own credit and sticking the other level of government with the blame for the stuff that doesn't work. It's a it's a game that's been played in the country for a long time, but the end result is you know, I, I think Oregon has a point that this new dental program and PharmaCare, when it comes along, if Ottawa follows past practice, they will start off with a grand launch. They'll lay out a whole bunch of money, and then over time, we'll watch as they chip, chip, chip away at their contribution.
0: And yet Ottawa is perfectly capable of negotiating and making sure the money goes where it's supposed yep. to, as they've just done with childcare. so they yes. can specify where the money goes.
1: Okay, you're right. And so here's the federal government's answer on that. And the Prime Minister's been saying this now for about two years. We're not going to talk about this till the pandemic is over. We're putting more money out right now for the pandemic, and when the pandemic's over, we'll talk about this. Let's get together and we'll have a national conference. So I guess we can say, okay, we'll have to wait for that. But there are provinces, of course, that have problems right now. You and I talked yesterday about uh, the shortage of recruiting family doctors in British Columbia. There are problems with waiting lists. Quebec uh, and Ontario both have their needs. Uh, what's Ontario heading for an election? So the, the the two levels of government are rarely on the same page in terms of political interest. Ottawa has all the time in the world now because the federal government is being propped up by the federal NDP, and the federal NDP is quite ready to take credit for new programs. Uh, the provinces are going, look, <laughs> <we> <laughs> You want to wait? We're having to pay the bills right now, and our people are waiting for health care, and we have a shortage of doctors and all that. So it's... um. It's an old Canadian problem. Uh, one imagines that the listener just rolls his or her eyes and go, oh, God, how long have we been doing this, a long right? Time.
0: <laughs> a long time. But I wonder if now that since the pandemic seems to be moving into a different phase, perhaps, you know, we're dealing with it as something in the past, uh, is it time for provinces to now start saying, all right, we're going to get back to really emphasizing these, this healthcare issue that we wanted to?
1: Yeah, uh, that is, I think what the provinces are lobbying for, they they want a First Minister's Conference or the Council of Federation and all that to meet and get serious about this. And the Prime Minister here yesterday in Victoria didn't didn't rule it out, but he made it pretty clear that um, for historical reasons, the federal government does not believe in no-strings-attached funding. Uh, The federal government is going to want this tied to specific targets. And the taxpayer may say, okay, that's reasonable, you know. But the provinces are also saying, hey, you know, if somebody can't get a family doctor, if the ER is overcrowded, if there's ridiculous waiting lists... People are not going to go to Ottawa and complain. They're going to blame their provincial government because it's the provincial government that delivers the services. The federal government just sits back and basically semi-pays as much as it sees fit for uh, health care. Um, and then they sit around and argue about it, right? And, right. and look, frustrating, you can't even get the two levels of government to agree on what the actual federal contribution is. I mean, this is what it's come to here. Ottawa will claim a completely different level of support than the provincial government, and there is no national auditor general who has ever been able to sort it out to the satisfaction of both levels of government. I mean, that's, that's the other problem reporting on this.
0: That's so interesting. It also starts to remind me of sort of the the late 1990s with the Glenn Clark government always feuding with... like Paul Martin as finance minister for this reason, for cutting the money to provinces.
1: Yes, and the John Horgan government, Horgan has to speak as chair of the Council of Premiers. That's his job at the moment, and so he speaks for all of them. But you're right. John Horgan has taken a very different approach with the federal government. You could argue it's because he's more needy. You could argue, I think you could make the case that it's gotten some benefits to B.C., getting along with Trudeau. We saw it again yesterday. Mike Farnworth meeting with the federal minister, Bill Blair, and what does he say afterward? He comes out and says, Look, we really need Ottawa to fund infrastructure right now because we have roads that were destroyed and communities that were flooded, and Ottawa needs to step up now. We need the checks and the financing now. So, you know, you can't, a province can't afford to pick too many fights with the federal government because it really does need Ottawa's help and it needs it now. So I think that's a good example of why Horgan. You know, he put his name in that letter on Friday, but he's not going to break with Ottawa because there's so many other things he needs.
0: Vaughn, thanks so much for that.
1: Bye-bye.